Have you discovered, much to your horror, that your horse has become a little bit of a mat swiz? That he has somehow figured out that if he just shaves, oh, a metre here or a yard there, off of each corner as he goes around the arena, the whole overall trip that he makes each time becomes less and less and he doesn't have to work so hard as everybody else or maybe as you would like him to work. And you're probably sitting there so frustrated because you have on your hands a bona fide corner cutter. Well, we're going to be talking this week about how to straighten things out and get him on the straight and narrow. Hi, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to this podcast, which is for horse riders and equestrians all over the world. It's the Daily Strides podcast where we break down every week a different topic to do with riding your horse that you can listen to as you're on your horse and try figure it out. We've been doing this quite a while now, over two years. So we have discussed and covered a lot of different topics. So if there's something particular that you're being challenged with or something that you don't quite understand, I would suggest you go back through the, the podcast there. It's the Daily Strides podcast and see if there is something for you. If not, you're always more than welcome to contact me on the Facebook page which you can find over at facebook.com forward slash stride success, okay? Um, but I'm sure if you just look up strides for success, it'll come up as well. Um, so yeah, you can do that. So guys, this week, as I said, we are talking about corner cutters. Now, the thing is, when I say the word corner cutter, I bet you, you what jumped into your mind was this vision, this image of that pony that you knew in the riding school and whether it was recently or it was 100 years ago, we always think of this corner cutter as this riding school pony that just is just fed up with life. And he's doing his little his own little rebellion. He's staging in every lesson and at every corner. You've got like this child on top pulling the outside rein, swinging out of it for all they're worth. And this pony is just, yeah, 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 merrily going around, shaving 10 meters off each corner as he goes. But the thing is, corner cutters aren't just riding school ponies. And it's one of those niggling issues that if it's not straightened out once and for all and correctly straightened out, very, very important, it's going to plague almost all activities you do with your horse from having poles down and jumping due to maybe a crooked approach to a fence or a misstride here or there or uh, dropped marks and dressage. And that's fairly self-evident. But how I often see it is uh, the circles and the going large begin to just all look the same. There's no real difference in anything. And the thing is, once your horse has become this kind of bona fide maths genius, how can you begin to change it? Well, I would say that first things first, you need to go right back to the beginning. And you need to begin to notice when this actually started happening. Now, I have noticed in the past that corner cutters generally the whole the whole habit seems to stem a lot from riders that aren't really particular about how they get around a corner. Okay, so they a lot of riders you see they they tend to think that a corner is just a kind of a thing in the way of getting to the next straight part of the arena where they can do the fun stuff. So. Either that or they're thinking the corner is just the place where they have to hang on and not fall off. But either way, um, the thing is, they're not really planning that corner and they're not riding the corner. They're, they're actually paying so little attention to it that the problem is, as soon as they actually get around the corner, they've ridden so badly that the straight part of the arena also ends up being, well, less than spectacular. So 
What you need to do is first and foremost, get really, really clear on the path that you want to travel as you go around the corner. Now, it's really, really important to keep in mind that your horse's back is a lot longer than your back. And what I mean by that is where you can turn, and I often see this with um, more novice riders, they tend to forget that their horse is going to take quite a bit more distance, let's say, and quite a larger angle to get around a corner, okay? They can't just pivot like we, well, they can, but assuming your horse can't do that, and that's not really technically riding around a corner either, but they can't just pivot around the corner. They need to read, the whole back has to really go around the corner. And it's important that you keep in mind that it is the whole back that has to go around it. So I want you to try and imagine a train, okay? Now, if you can imagine a train with really long carriages, just bear with me on this one, but a train with really long carriages. If a train has long carriages, it is going to go without saying that the angle of the corner that train is going to take is not going to be very sharp, okay? So it's going to have to take big sweeping kind of turns around corners and bends, okay? Whereas if you had a train with really short carriages, let's say these carriages were only one meter long each or one yard long, okay? These are like dinky carriages. That train is going to be able to turn and to, to navigate that corner while staying on the tracks and while obviously not derailing, okay? It's going to be able to do it a lot easier and it's going to be able to take those um, more tighter turns and tighter corners much easier as well. Now, the same thing applies for your horse. If your horse is all long and strung out, he is not going to be able to take a very tight corner, okay? So, the degree and the angle of the corner you're going to take, and if you're looking at shortening, that is going to directly correlate with the amount of collection, I suppose, that you have in your horse. Now, this isn't to say you have to be collected to go around a corner, but you do need to begin telling your horse that we need to almost just tighten things up here a little, buddy, because something else is coming. So if you've ever driven a car, you'll probably know that when you are taught to drive, you're taught to brake before the corner and accelerate through the corner. Now, you don't stop before the corner. You just steady things up. You rebalance your car, so to speak. Well, you need to begin doing that with your horse, okay? So you need to begin half halting before the corner. And as your horse goes, and generally, if, if you really do have a, a real corner cutter on your hands, you're going to have to do quite a bit of half halting. But um, you, that half halting, it just tells your horse, listen, something's about to come up. We're going to be doing something different now. And also that I need you just to rebalance things a little here, okay? So first and foremost, when going around the corner, your horse has to bend around your inside leg, okay? And like I said earlier, it's his whole back. There has to be this lovely equal bend around your inside leg. But bending around your inside leg, also sometimes we get a little bit so preoccupied with the bend that we lose the forward movement. And remember, your horse has to be moving forward in all things. He has to be going forward, okay? So it's really important to bear in mind that while he is still bending, he's also moving forward. And of course, because he's moving forward, you need to have a contact in order to direct and channel that energy that, that's been created. So your outside rein is imperative to gather it all up and control it all so as you're able to really, really, I suppose, get the desired bend you want with your horse, but not only that, to control it so as when you come out onto the straight part, you are actually in full control of the situation. Now, one of the most common problems that I see coming up is that 
the horse maybe begins begins on that inward kind of path uh, to begin cutting the corner. And the rider then ends up making the mistake. They begin just pulling with the outside rein, trying to keep their horse out in the track. But what I've found and what you've probably found if you've ever experienced this, all that really achieves is that your horse, yes, he turns his head to the outside. He kind of cocks it out to the outside. But in the meantime, he is completely bulging against your inside leg as opposed to bending around it. So you actually feel him, he's like pushing against your inside leg and he's almost moving his shoulders. He's almost um, side passing or side stepping around the corner to get away and to get out to where you want. And the thing is, he ends up doing it so well that you eventually give up. He goes onto the straight and he kind of regroups and says, okay, next corner, we're going to do this. So what you need to do is you need to really, really and truly begin to reschool your horse to be more responsive to your aids and particularly your bending aids. Okay. So what I would suggest do is that you start doing some um, transitions up and down first and foremost just to get that forwardness and that he's coming back as well so as he's listening to you and then once you've got that and once he realizes he has to move off your leg you can then begin asking from some leg yielding or some lateral movement okay so as you can do it now leg yielding it is not correct to leg yield around every corner but it is really really helpful to know how to do it if you do need to ride a deeper corner or if maybe every now and then you just want to tune your horse in a little bit more to you, it's important to know how to do it, I think, anyway. So what I would suggest you doing today when you're on your horse next time and if you have your trusty corner cutter, start on a small circle in the corner. So let's say about a 10 meter circle. Now you're going to do this in walk, okay? And the reason in walk, have you ever noticed when things start getting faster, well, things tend to go out of control. So rather master this skill and walk first, and then you can begin to build on up to trot and later canter, okay? And yes, you might be able to do it in one day, but uh, it's important that you learn to really, I suppose, have your horse very, very responsive to the aids in walk before you start carrying on with anything else. So in the circle and in the corner, I want you to just begin focusing on riding a correct circle, okay? And that your horse is really and truly moving off your leg, but not only that, that he is moving forward, okay? So he's not dragging his feet behind him. He's not getting all sticky and pottery with his front feet. Sometimes horses, they, they're they're not moving forward and they give you the impression they are because they're actually going their legs are going 90 to the dozen underneath you but he's actually going nowhere because he's taking these short little choppy steps just make sure that he is relaxed that he's walking out properly but that he's listening to you all the time and I want you to bear in mind that back to that train I want you to begin just thinking about your horse as almost being like the train so you want the hind leg each of his hind legs to follow that corresponding front leg okay so as he's on two tracks that they're parallel they remain parallel all the way around the circle so he's not maybe his hind quarters aren't shifting out his shoulders aren't shifting in Whatever the case is, he is staying on that circle all the way around. He is truly and correctly bending around that circle, okay? So once you've managed to do that in one corner, what I would then suggest doing is starting to walk around the whole arena. So you're going to go large, but you're going to go onto a circle in each corner. So we're not just going to take the corners by themselves. We're going to go onto circles. I also suggest using the straight sides of the arena to do some transitions. And whether it be from walk to halt, and then maybe later or on the long sides of your arena, you can start adding in some trot there as well. So just that you're all the time working on that responsiveness, you're getting him listening to you, you're 
tuning them in to what you want. So by the time you get to the corner each time, and of course, as you approach the corner, you're doing lots of half holds, you're gathering things up, you're keeping that forward movement, but you're telling your horse, excuse me, something's going to happen now, I need your attention to be on me right now, so as I can tell you what to do. And then you're riding correctly through the corner each time, okay? So you want to do that, and then once you feel that, okay, you know, every circle we're doing here, it's correct, it's true, he's listening to me on the straight sides as well, he's responsive to me, then I would begin to start taking the circles out so now you're really and truly just going large around the arena at the corners and again managing it just in walk before we would begin to introduce any trot or anything and what I would then say even before again you're going to start trotting go on both reins so notice if there's any stiffness we actually did last week's lesson on stiffness and how to loosen things up a little so notice if he's perhaps more stiff on one side or the other and obviously ruling out any uh, physical discomfort or discomfort with tack or anything and um, that he um, you can then begin to work on that a little bit as well but yeah that he's really and truly working into each corner as you are riding him around and then as soon as you are feeling confident in the walk and he is listening to you all the way that is where you can start adding in your trot and then later your canter but take it slowly the, the time you spend and you invest in really and truly, I suppose, knuckling down and getting it all really straightened out in the walk is going to pay dividends in the long run with your trot and your canter to make things much easier. And if you feel, because you know, um, a habit is so easy to fall back into, we all know that, and your horse is just the same. So as soon as you maybe feel that things are slipping, just go back to this again and work through it. Guys, this week on Daily Strides, we're going to be working through each of these one by one. We're going to spend the whole week on it. Um, I would love if you wanted to join us, you can pop up to stridesforsuccess.com. There's information there. Have a really super week. If you like the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could pop over to iTunes and leave us a nice review. Um, I love reading them and it would make my day. So have a super one and I'll chat to you all soon. Be good. Bye.